everyone, and welcome to I Take Bravo Very Seriously with me, your host, Dana Mandel. I know you just heard from me yesterday and are probably wondering why I'm dropping another episode so quickly again today, but that is because literally since yesterday when I dropped you an episode, there has been so much news in the Bravo sphere, specifically Vanderpump Rules, so I definitely had to drop you this emergency episode and get it out to you. So we're actually discussing quite a bit today. We're discussing um, Tom Sandoval possibly sleeping with somebody while Raquel was in the... Um, institution. We're discussing Raquel's uh, now lawsuit against Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox, and we're uh, discussing Jack's and Britney's split. So let's get into the episode. He's a battered wife! Look at him! Okay, so first up, Jacqueline Schultz, who's Howie Mandel's daughter, released a clip of a podcast episode that they did with Josh Peck and I guess for some reason, because I didn't watch the whole episode, but um, they brought in this girl, Olivia Sloan, who's 23 years old, who has just happened to be in the studio that day as she is friends with Howie's son. And the reason that she was brought in um, for the episode is because she apparently dated Sandoval. So I'm just going to actually play you that clip right now. Timeline. All right. First of all, we did not date. It was in nowhere remotely dating. Your parents Um, are here too in the other room. Yeah. What was it? We just met at out and hung out a couple times for like a month but yeah no it was not hung a out a couple times for a, <laughs> for a well, it's not a relationship but you no. went out with them it's when? a friendship pre-ariana no no post-ariana wow in the yeah. midst wow. of all this post-ariana during raquel yeah. um <laughs> Someone cut to Howie. <laughs> cut to Howie. Oh my. No, it was no after Raquel. After Raquel. It was after Raquel. Well, um, Raquel, he was still claiming that Raquel was in the picture. Raquel was just in some sort of lockdown. Yeah, Raquel was in the lockdown. <laughs> and well, you go while perfect. She, while she was being locked down, you were locking it up. Okay, so it was just so funny because Sandoval has been claiming this whole season that, you know, he's basically saving himself for Raquel. He's not drinking for Raquel, doing all this stuff for Raquel. But the saving yourself for Raquel, which I even said at the time, was complete bullshit. We all knew that he was on the road with Tom Sandoval and the most extras, fucking anything that moved. We saw him do it. Um, And here's just another girl that he banged during that time. So that was kind of funny. So I posted this um, on Thursday and then Raquel actually responded to it and wrote, yikes. (laughs) thought it was so funny and um so that that's it on that um jackson Brittany, who made a statement i literally talked to you guys about this in the podcast yesterday about um jackson Brittany and what they said on when reality hits just last week coming at us for judging them and um making a thing about you know pictures that they're posting and how dare we sort of make allegations against them or assume that they're doing anything for production um and then Brittany comes out and makes a statement today. So I'm actually just going to uh, play that for you guys right now. We're going to get into something serious really fast because so many of you guys have been asking me about Jax and I and our relationship. And um, I just think it's important to be real and honest with you guys because our life is definitely, we've shared so much of our life with you guys. So I feel like it's, I don't want to seem like I was I'm lying or anything like that. So I think mm-hmm. it's important for me to say this. Um, I know on my last podcast, I alluded to many marriages go through rocky times. But with all the speculation online and stories running rampant, I wanted to be transparent with you guys. Yes, marriages in general are very hard. And I've had a partic- particularly rough year. 
in mind this past year. Jax and I are taking time apart. And I made the decision to move into another home to take some space for the sake of my mental health. I won't get into too many details right now because this is still very hard to talk about. And I'm taking things one day at a time. I don't know what the future holds, but right now my focus is on being the best mom to cruise. And I love you guys. Pray for us and everything will be just fine. Okay, so first of all, just so sad. I mean, you know, I love Britney, and I'm not, like, a Jackson Britney fan, like, who really is, but I, I don't know. Like, I told you guys, I really didn't think this was true. I just really didn't. So, you know, I, I assumed that, yeah, last week when she said, you know, all marriages go through hard times, I assumed that, yeah, maybe they were having hard times, as all marriages do, but I was really surprised to hear that all these allegations are true, that they are living separately. Um, so yeah, it's just really sad to hear. A lot of the allegations out there, or sorry, a lot of the theories out there are about Cruz. A lot of people think that Cruz is actually nonverbal because we've never actually seen him speak when Jax or Britney post videos. And a lot of people are speculating that possibly um, they're having a lot of discord over that. You know, the typical male perspective of, oh, he's fine, um, just let him be. And, you know, Britney may feel differently and want to get him more help so that's just sort of what a lot of people are talking about online as the possible reason but again it's just so interesting when only a week ago um she was sort of coming at us for you know making accusations for thinking something's wrong and then something is indeed wrong so um it, it is still really sad to hear i i really still despite this don't think that they will actually get divorced um i think that this will probably be for a brief period of time i really can't see them actually going through with a divorce but they've been married for four years and um it's, it's sort of sad to hear especially if this has anything to do with the valley because we already know that so many other couples suffered because of the valley and so many other relationships and friendships suffered because of it so i hope this one didn't as well um, so let's get into our last topic. Um, basically, midday today, we found out that Rachel Levis is suing Tom and Ariana. Um, so I actually retrieved the legal documents. And so what I think I'm going to do is just read them to you guys, because after reading them myself, I haven't decided how I feel. I haven't decided my opinion on all of it. I definitely have opinions on parts of it. I just haven't made sort of my final conclusion, I guess you could say, as to how I feel. So despite the fact that this is a 19-page document, I am going to read the entire thing for you. Um, so this was um, Rachel Levis's filing versus Tom Sandoval, an individual, Ariana Maddox, an individual, and 50 inclusive defendants. So I think that means there are 50 additional people that are not named here. And this was filed in the Superior Court of the State of California, County of Los Angeles, um, on February 29th, 2024. The plaintiff, Rachel Levis, by and through her counsel, complains against defendants Tom Sandoval, Ariana Maddox, and does 150 inclusive, hereby alleging as follows. So this is the preliminary statement. Plaintiff Rachel Levis is a former cast member on Vanderpump Rules, a reality television show produced by Evolution Media and broadcast by Bravo Media, an asset of NBC Universal, together with Bravo. This case arises from a scandal of epic proportions starting in March 2023, stemming from an affair between Levis and another cast member, Tom Sandoval. Scandoval, as it became to be known, went instantly viral and was the subject of extraordinary press coverage even in the mainstream media. Scandoval injected new life into a previously faltering series, causing its viewership to explode to unseen levels and making its cast members mega-celebrities. Due to a narrative deliberately fomented by Bravo, Evolution, and the cast, Levis became an object of public scorn and ridicule. To be clear, Levis has repeatedly acknowledged that her actions were morally objectable, 
objectionable, and hurtful to Maddox. She has offered numerous apologies. There is more to the story, however. Lost in the mix was that Levis was a victim of the predatory and dishonest behavior of an older man who recorded sexually explicit videos of her without her knowledge or consent, which were then distributed, disseminated, and discussed publicly by a scorned woman seeking vengeance, catalyzing the scandal. Levis ultimately checked herself into a mental health facility and remained there for three months while Bravo Evolution and the cast milked the interest, milked the interest her ex- I can't even read that word. All right. To make matters worse, Levis was misled by Bravo and Evolution into believing that she was contractually barred from speaking on or about the mistreatment. As a result, she suffered in silence as Bravo and Evolution watched viewership explode and the rest of the cast enjoyed unseen levels of public recognition and professional opportunity. Meanwhile, Levis, who is humiliated and villainized for public consumption, remains a shell of her former self with her career prospects stunted and her reputation in tatters. Having taken um, time necessary to heal mentally and emotionally, Levis brings this action uh, at long last to attain a measure of justice that has so far eluded her. Sorry, I'm just going to put my dog down for a second because she's getting a little antsy because it's a long document. Here we go. All right. Sorry, guys. Back to this. Rachel Levis is, and at all relevant times, was an individual residing in the County of Los Angeles, state of California. Levis is a former cast member on Vanderpump Rules. Defendant Tom Sandoval is, and at all relevant times, was an individual residing in the County of Los Angeles, state of California. Sandoval is a reality television personality and current cast member on Vanderpump Rules. Defendant Ariana Maddox is, and at all relevant times was, an individual residing in the County of Los Angeles, state of California. Maddox is a reality television personality and current cast member on Vanderpump Rules. Does 1 through 50 are individuals and or entities whose true names and capacities are currently not known to Levis. Does 1 through 50 are legally responsible and liable to Levis to the extent of the liable liability of the named defendants. Levis will seek leave of the court to amend this complaint to reflect the true names and capacities of the defendants designated herein as does 1 through 50 when such identities and capacities become known. At all relevant times herein, each of the defendants was the agent, servant, employee. Sorry, this is just like legal mumbo jumbo. I'll just go through the. I'll pass pass through this part. Um, so we'll get to her general allegations. The first one is called the hostile and unsafe working environment on Vanderpump Rules. This case centers on Vanderpump Rules, a reality television series that premiered on Bravo in 2013. The series revolves around the staff at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant in West Hollywood, Sir Restaurant and Lounge, Pump Restaurant, and Tom Tom Restaurant and Bar. Vanderpump, a British restaurateur, a former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast member, is a central uh, figure of the series, which focuses on her employees' drama-filled personal and professional lives. The show has aired continuously for over a decade and its 11th season premiered on January 30th, 2024. Rachel was, or sorry, Levis was a cast member on Vanderpump Rules from 2016 to 2023. Levis made her first appearance on the show as the girlfriend of cast member James Kennedy, a DJ prone to violent outbursts and grappling with long-standing substance abuse issues and emotional dysregulation. Kennedy would regularly berate Levis, falsely accuse her of cheating, and act in a general and act in a generally unhinged manner. Some of this was captured on camera, some was not. Levis eventually warned Kennedy that she would leave him if he did not stop drinking. However, she soon learned that despite his behavior, or sorry, that his despicable behavior was not solely a function of alcohol abuse. At Thanksgiving with Levis's family in Arizona, Kennedy erupted at Levis's mother and father and kicked her family dog four times in an uncontrollable rage. 
Okay, I am gonna have an opinion just on this one part because you guys all know how I feel about animals and how I feel about James with Graham. I told y'all, I told y'all this guy was abusive. I told y'all. I knew this guy should not have Graham because I had a feeling he was abusive. I thought it was towards Rachel, but she is very clear here it is towards her family dog. Um, it goes on to say that in 2021, Levis ended their relationship and broke off their engagement. Kennedy's history of violent and dangerous behavior was well known by Bravo Evolution and the cast. And so I just also want to add in another point here, when Rachel said on her podcast that she broke up with James for a reason that could ruin his life, um, this is now confirmed what she is referring to. So on Thanksgiving, we all know that he erupted at her family. Now she's saying that he also kicked her family dog four times. And a week later, because Thanksgiving was November 25th, 2021, and she broke up with him on December 3rd, 2021. So within a week, she ended their five-year relationship. Anyways, sorry, I'll continue with the um, lawsuit. So Kennedy once physically assaulted then cast member Kristen Doty on camera. The footage, however, never aired, nor has Kennedy faced any repercussions for his actions, which would otherwise be fireable at a minimum due in part to the intervention of his powerful ally, Lisa Vanderpump, who has served as his protector. In 2021, after three seasons as a recurring character, Levis was cast as a lead. At the same time, however, Le Levis was in a vulnerable state due to the breakdown of her engagement with Kennedy, which was catalyzed by his chronic substance abuse, emotional instability, and controlling behavior. While she had previously moderated her alcohol intake because of Kennedy's heavy drinking, Levis began drinking much more heavily in the aftermath of their breakup. Levis was encouraged to do so by production and Sandoval, who believed it would make for better reality television uh, provided alcohol for, and provided alcohol for her consumption. By season 10, Kennedy had resumed drinking again and picked up a new girlfriend weeks after his breakup with Levis. All of this caused untold harm to Levis's mental health, inducing her to drink more and leaving her vulnerable to what followed. Levis began confiding in Tom Sandoval, a former bartender at Sir and a cast member since the show's first season. Sandoval had been in a relationship with another cast member, Ariana Maddox, since 2014. Imbited and emotionally raw, Levis began to rely heavily on Sandoval for emotional support. Sandoval, in turn, began confiding in Levis about the dire state of his relationship, describing it as a business partnership and casting its end as foregone. Notwithstanding, Maddox and Sandoval had, began living to had been living together in Valley Village, Los Angeles. On or about August 10th, 2022, Levis and Sandoval began sleeping together. So this is interesting because we never really got that exact date, so now we know. On or about August 10th, 2022. The affair continued um, apace at Sandoval's relationship with Maddox further deteriorated. Although purportedly secret, the affair was in fact well known to many cast members and suspected by others. Levis and Sandoval were not particularly discreet. Levis um, is informed and believed and on, and on such information and belief alleges that Sandoval knew about it as early as of the fall of 2022. Indeed, in December of 2022, Maddox scolded Levis and Sandoval for being handsy in public, admonishing them to save the story for season 11. At the time, Vanderpump Rules was facing an uncertain future. Interest among the public had waned and the plot had grown stale. Maddox in particular was reportedly on the chopping block. In the absence of a sticky new storyline, there is every reason to believe Vanderpump Rules would have been cancelled. Maddox was aware of the pressures as San and Sandoval and both were heavily invested financially and reputationally in the shows remaining on the air. By extension, if their relationship was already on the rocks and if Sandoval was... Um, intent on brazenly carrying out an illicit affair with another cast member, they had every incentive to leverage these salacious threads into the storyline of Vanderpump Rules so desperately needed. This is precisely what happened in a series of otherwise unlikely, un otherwise unlikely events. So in the second part is Sandoval and Maddox record and distribute illicit videos of Levis. 
On or about March 1st, 2023, Sandoval was performing with his cover band at Tom Tom in West Hollywood when his phone purportedly fell from his pocket and slid unlocked or otherwise fully accessible into the crowd. It was reportedly retrieved by an attendee and handed over to Maddox, who searched it and found sexually explicit videos of Levis. Levis infor- is informed and believes, and on such information and belief alleges, that the explicit videos were recorded by Sandoval without her knowledge or consent in or around February 2023. The two videos Levis has seen depict her in a state of undress and masturbating. However, given Sandoval's apparent practice of secretly recording their video calls, Levis had every reason to assume that there are additional videos and or photographs of her that she has not yet seen. Levis is informed and believes, and on such information and belief alleges, that Maddox obtained at least two illicit videos of Levis and distributed them and or showed them to others without Levis's knowledge or consent. At a minimum, Maddox circulated the illicit videos to herself and Levis. She also immediately informed production of what she had found. In addition, many others have demonstrated intimate familiarity with their contents, leaving Levis to believe that the circle of recipients is wider. Okay, the third part is Levis uh, battered after Maddox steals and sends illicit video. On the night of March 1st, Levis was in New York with another cast member, Sheena Shea, taping Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Having, having finished filming, Levis and Shea were at a bar when Levis received a text from Maddox, You are dead to me. Alongside the message were, were the two videos of Levis that Maddox had purportedly discovered on Sandoval's phone. Levis experienced a swirl of emotions in response, including shock and fear. Shock because she didn't know Sandoval had recorded pornographic videos of her. Fear because these videos were now in the hands of someone who hated her guts and was out for blood. She was terrified Maddox would, leave, would leak them onto the internet. Reacting to the revelation in apparent shock and anger, Shay violently assaulted Levis, shoving her aggressively into a brick wall, punching her in the face, and throwing her phone into the street. The blow to Levis's face caused a rupture above her left eyebrow and severe swelling and bruising above her left eye. Levis was told by a treating physician that her busted brow would permanently scar. Shaken, Levis flew home the next day and informed her family of what was happening. Okay, so the fourth part is called Bravo and Evolution Capitalize on Scandival and Cover Up Defendant's Illegal Acts. News of the affair and its aftermath dubbed Scandival broke on March 3, 2023, when TMZ first reported on the affair. The initial reporting was quick, followed by a torrent of follow-up stories. By March 4th, tabloids had already begun reporting on the pornographic videos of Levis, citing unnamed sources. Although filming for season 10 had already wrapped, Bravo and Evolution had a camera crew ready to shoot the next day. Scandival captured the public's attention in a massive way, went completely viral, and ejected new life into Vanderpump Rules. It also caused mayhem in Levis's life, culminating in months-long inpatient treatment at a mental health facility and her departure from the show. Formented by Bravo and Evolution in conjunction with the cast, Levis was subjected to a public skewering with little precedent and became, without exaggeration, one of the most hated women in America. On March 4th, 2023, the day after the news of the affair had broken, production had directed Levis to film with Sandoval at her Los Angeles apartment. With filming rolling, sorry, with cameras rolling, Levis confronted Sandoval for secretly recording pornographic videos of her and storing them unprotected on his phone. Sandoval had not only invaded her privacy and breached her trust, but had also left her enormous left her enormously vulnerable to a nightmare scenario of the videos leaking on the internet. Sandoval responded to Levis's fury with cowardice and lies, claiming falsely that he had obtained permission to record her. Seeing that Levis was having none of it, however, Sandoval ultimately offered a reluctant admission and a sheepish apology. Sandoval was clearly rattled. After filming ended, an erratic and unsettled Sandoval refused to leave Levis's apartment in spite of her requests. Levis was forced to have her sister and brother-in-law pick her up and drive her to their home. That day, Levis retained an attorney to mitigate the risks of the illicit videos leaking. 
Once at her sister's home, Levis turned off her phone for two days, hoping that he would die down. However, media reports suggest Sandoval was in a panic over the on-camera confrontation with Levis. Specifically, he was concerned that being accused of recording non-consensual pornography would paint him in a negative light. Sandoval reportedly threatened to cease all further filming for the show unless he was granted editing rights over the scene. Shockingly, Bravo and Evolution obliged his demands. The scene was selectively edited to omit any mention of Sandoval's illicit recording or Levis's lack of consent. This was part of a pattern of practice of Bravo and Evolution throwing Levis under the bus in favor of Sandoval. Recording someone engaged in sex acts without their consent is a crime, and Sandoval appears to have admitted to it on camera. Portraying the confrontation is an actual... is. As it actually occurred, instead of protecting Sleazy Sandoval would not have only been truthful, it would have also been good television. I can't believe this legal filing says Sleazy, but I digress. But Bravo and Evolution had apparently decided that Levis would be their sacrificial lamb. Throughout the ordeal, they have sanitized the story to ensure Levis would be seen as the arch-villain. On March 7th, Levis's attorney sent out a cease and desist letters to cast regarding the distribution of the non-consensual illicit videos. The letters prompted leaked... The, the letters prompted... Promptly leaked. Levis also filed a police report and applied for a temporary restraining order against Shay, the cast member who had assaulted her on March 1. Despite initially bragging about having punched Levis, Shay began to adamantly deny it in public. She accused Levis of lying and abusing the court system. This was in spite of Shay's own private and televised admissions of guilt and Levis's visible facial injuries. By March 10th, Levis had decided to check herself into a mental health facility. Sandoval, for his part, tried to talk her out of it and begged her to participate in the reunion. Levis reluctantly agreed to wait on the condition that a mental health professional be on set in case things get out of hand, given her fragile mental state and the fury brewing amongst the cast. Bravo agreed, then changed its mind. Levis then requested her publicist and confidant Juliet Harris be permitted to attend. Bravo agreed, then again changed its mind. By that point, the reunion was the next day, too soon for Levis to pull out, and she had no reasonable alternative but to participate. She also feared the legal implications of refusing to appear, given the draconian terms of her contract. And so she did so, but without the support she felt she needed and that Bravo had previously offered to provide. At the same time, press coverage was slanted decidedly against Levis, who became an object of scorn and ridicule. Other cast members were vilifying her in interviews and waging a public campaign against her on social media. They could not have done so without the blessing of Bravo, which pre-approves all cast media appearances and exercises tight control over public messaging. Bravo had clearly decided this feeding frenzy was good for ratings. Various cast members in Bravo itself also released their own Scandoval merchandise to cash in on the explosion of interest, including a I Survive Scandoval long sleeve shirt currently available for sale on Bravo's website. It is clear that Bravo deliberately sacrificed Levis for the sake of its commercial interest from its refusal to allow her the opportunity to tell her side of the story and defend herself, which she repeatedly begged for permission to do. Without exception, her pleas fell on deaf ears. As a result of this asymmetrical coverage, the public was not made aware of the extent to which Levis was victimized by the ordeal or the toll it was taking on her mental state. As the feeding frenzy reached a crescendo, Levis was subjected to a gag order prohibiting her from discussing Sandoval's gross invasion of her privacy, Maddox's vengeful response, Bravo's cover-up, or the veracity of her allegations of physical assault against Shay, who was publicly calling her a liar, accusing her of playing the victim, and being falsely backed up by others. In sum, while the rest of the cast savagely 
Uh, while the rest of the cast savaged Levis's reputation and lied about her in the press, drumming up not only interest in Vanderpump rules, but also hatred of her, Levis herself was involuntarily silent, muzzled by Bravo for the sake of its ratings. While all of this may have been good for ratings, it was catastrophic for Levis, the human being, who was forced into hiding and subjected to death threats directed at her and her family. Sandoval, on the other hand, received a development deal from Bravo for a job well done, along with a pay raise. All right, the next part is called Andy Cohen Exploits Levis's Fragile Mental State. So, and just to clarify, you guys, because uh, you're probably wondering why there's all of this in in there, and that's because this is just background information that she's providing as context for the actual allegations that she's making. So we actually haven't gotten to the allegations yet. We're still on the background. So... Um, as expected, the reunion was a train wreck for Levis of epic proportions. With full knowledge of her then-dire mental state, Bravo and Andy Cohen took no steps to mitigate Levis's abuse, even as Cohen himself expressed concerns about her mental health going into the reunion. One fellow cast member, Katie Maloney, had been openly threatening to light her on fire. Another, Shay, had violently assaulted her. During the reunion itself, Levis was on the receiving end of, of unrelenting missives, diabolical, demented, subhuman, a poo-poo head, Fuck yourselves with a fucking cheese grater. You fucking suck. You're disgusting, and I wish nothing but the worst fucking shit that could ever happen to a person on you. As she was berated, abused, and dehumanized by the rest of the cast, above all Maddox, Levis remained largely silent and stoic in apparent shock. Later, Cohen largely later remarked um, glibly that he did not know how long she would last on set and chalked up her apparent stoicism to being really medicated. But Cohen and Bravo already knew that Levis was indeed medicated. Something neither something neither surprising nor remotely funny in light of what happened to her. Okay, the next part is called Bravo and Evolution Sabotage Levis's Recovery. By the time of the reunion, Levis was utterly battered physically and mentally, and shortly thereafter, she checked into a mental health treatment facility and remained there for three months. Even in treatment, however, Levis could not escape from the claws of Bravo and Evolution. She was warned repeatedly by them not to breach her confidentiality obligations, which contain no exceptions for medical therapy or treatment. As a result, Levis was fearful of facing legal repercussions for her honesty and was forced to walk on eggshells. This caused her extreme stress and severely stunted her progress in treatment. Unfortunately, that did nothing to stop the vitriol. When Levis checked into treatment, she gave her dog Graham to her parents for safekeeping. Graham was traumatized by years of abuse at the hands of Kennedy and was not an easy dog to manage. After a number of incidents, including one in which he bit Levis's mom down to the bone and caused her permanent nerve damage, keeping Graham became untenable. Levis's family handed him over to a no-kill rescue organization and requested its discretion, given the intense public scrutiny of Levis. Instead of rehoming Graham as promised, the rescue organization, knowing full well that Kennedy had a history of animal abuse, contacted Lisa Vanderpump, who gave Graham back to Kennedy. All of them, with Bravo's blessing, then seeded a false and malicious narrative that Levis had tried to get her dog put down. At around this time, the rumors were circulating, also seeded by Bravo and the cast, that Levis was actually on vacation and had faked her hospitalization. Illustrating the depths of its moral turpitude, Bravo refused to publicly acknowledge that Levis was, in fact, in inpatient mental health treatment, presumably for fear that such disclosure would undermine the storyline. Not only would they not do so, they prohibited Levis, through her publicist, from doing so. All of this caused even more public scorn of Levis, further unjustified harm to her reputation, and increased threats to her family and physical safety. In short, Levis has been battered and broken irrevocably in service of a salacious storyline. Salacious storyline. Unsurprisingly, Bravo and Evolution badly wanted her to return for season 11. However, it was abundantly clear that they wanted 
um, that they completely failed to understand or appreciate the toll Scandoval had taken on her. They warned her unironically that she must return to avoid having her story told by others and reaffirmed her prohibition against speaking to the press on her own terms. But the depths of mistreatment in season 10 went far beyond what is acceptable, even in reality television, and Levis knew that returning to the show meant risking a decent back, a descent back into the depths of despair from which she had just emerged. Meanwhile, everybody else got what they wanted. Vanderpump Rules remains on the air, continuing to milk the storyline uh, that Levis catalyzed. Sandoval emerged with significantly higher pay and a development deal with Bravo. Maddox has become a bona fide darling of pop culture, has a new boyfriend, and is starring on Broadway. For Levis, the future is less rosy. She brings this suit to vindicate her legal rights, if not to restore her sullied reputation. Okay, so now we can get into the actual allegations. So her first cause of action is eavesdropping. And so here she says, Levis and Sandoval engaged in numerous private and confidential video conference communications from 2022 to 2023. Unbeknownst to Levis and without her consent, Sandoval surreptitiously recorded their communications. Levis had an objectively reasonable expectation that these communications were private and objectively believed that they were not being recorded. At no point prior to the confidential communication was Levis informed that Sandoval was recording their communications, nor did Sandoval obtain Levis's consent to be recorded. Levis is informed and believes, and on such information and belief alleges, that some of the unlawfully obtained recordings depict her in a state of undress and engaged in sex acts. Accordingly, Sandoval has violated some code and the privacy rights conferred upon Levis under California law. As a result of Sandoval's illegal action, as herein alleged, Levis has been injured, including without limitation, by having her privacy invaded in violation of the such and such penal code and the California constitution. Levis seeks all available remedies under the such and such penal code, including statutory damages, actual damages, injunctive relief, and equitable relief. Levis also seeks to re uh, recover her attorney's fees and costs pursuant to such and such a code. Levis is informed and believes, and on such information and belief alleges, that in performing the acts herein alleged, Sandoval acted with oppression, fraud, and malice, or alternatively, that Sandoval acted in such conscious disregard of Levis's right to privacy that as a direct and proximate result of his collective and individual acts, Levis is entitled to punitive damages in an amount to be determined at trial to punish him and deter such conduct in the future. Okay, the second cause of action is revenge porn. So in this one, it says, On or about March 1, 2023, Maddox discovered sexually explicit videos of Levis on the mobile phone of Sandoval. The videos depict Levis in a state of undress and engage in a sexual act with, within the meaning of the statute. Sandoval recorded the videos without the knowledge or consent of Levis, who had a reasonable expectation of privacy that their private communications were not being recorded and would stay private. Levis is informed and believes, and on such information and belief alleges, that Maddox obtained the videos of Levis from Sandoval's mobile phone without Sandoval's authorization. Levis is informed and believes, and on such information and belief alleges, that Maddox obtained the videos of Levis from Sandoval's mobile phone and distributed and disseminated them to others, including but not limited to Maddox herself, Levis, and other individuals whose identity are not currently known to Levis. Levis is informed and believes, and on such information and belief alleges, that Maddox displayed the videos or disclosed their contents to individuals who may not have received them directly, including but not limited to Bravo, Evolution, members of the Vanderpump Rules cast, and other individuals whose identity are not currently known to Levis. Levis was not aware that such illicit videos had been captured by Sandoval and thus could not have consented to their distribution. Maddox distributed, disseminated, shared, and publicized the illicit videos intentionally and knew or reasonably should have known that she did not have Levis's consent to do so. 
Levis has suffered gravely emotionally, psychologically, financially, and reputational harm as a result of Maddox's distribution, dissemination, and publicization of the illicit videos. The illicit videos were recorded when Levis was in a private residence where Levis's reasonable expectation of privacy was at its zenith. As a direct and proximate result of Maddox's actions, Levis has suffered and will continue to suffer general and special damages alleged herein in the amount to be proven at trial. Levis is informed and believes, and on such information and belief alleges, that in performing the acts herein alleged, Maddox acted with oppression, fraud, and malice, or alternatively, that Maddox acted in such conscious disregard of Levis's right to privacy that, as a direct and proximate result of her collective and individual acts, Levis is entitled to punitive damages in an amount to be determined at trial to punish her and to deter such conduct in the future. Okay, the third cause of action is invasion of privacy. And this is, again, Sandoval and Maddox and all of the other 50 inclusive. So this one says, As alleged above, Sandoval invaded Levis's privacy by, amongst other things, A. Secretly recording their private communications, and B. Capturing sexually explicit footage of Levis without her knowledge or consent in a manner highly offensive to a reasonable person. Sandoval knew or should have known that Levis had a reasonable expectation of privacy such that their private conversations would remain private and that she was not being secretly recorded. Levis could not have consented to Sandoval recording sexually explicit footage of her because she did not know he was doing so. The footage was captured during private, intimate communications that Levis had every reason to believe would remain private. The invasion of Levis's privacy by Sandoval was offensive and objectionable to Levis and a reasonable person of ordinary sensibilities. As alleged above, Maddox invaded Levis's privacy by, amongst other things, A, obtaining the the illegally recorded sexually explicit footage of her without her authorization, and B, distributing, disseminating, and publicizing it in a highly offensive to a in a manner highly offensive to a reasonable person. Maddox knew or should have known that Levis had a reasonable expectation of privacy such that a sexually explicit footage of her recorded without her knowledge or consent would not have been obtained without authorization by a third party and distributed, disseminated, and publicized. Levis never consented to Maddox obtaining illegally recorded sexually explicit footage of her and distributing, disseminating, and publicizing it. The invasion of privacy by Maddox was offensive and objectionable to Levis and to a reasonable person of ordinary sensibilities. As a direct and proximate result of said wrongful conduct by Sandoval and Maddox, Levis has suffered damages in the amount to be proven at trial. Um, And then the fourth cause of action is intentional infliction of emotional distress. So in this one it says, In doing the things and acts described herein, Sandoval and Maddox engaged in extreme and outrageous conduct that's transcended the bounds of human decency. Levis has suffered emotional distress as a result of the actions committed by Sandoval and Maddox herein described, including severe emotional distress, physical manifestations of emotional distress, anxiety, shock, embarrassment, loss of self-esteem, disgrace, humiliation, powerlessness, sleeplessness, and loss of enjoyment of life. Levis's severe emotional distress prevents her performing daily activities and obtaining the full enjoyment of life. Sandoval's and Maddox's acts were, at all times, extreme and outrageous and intended to cause Levis emotional distress or performed with reckless disregard for the probability of causing such emotional distress. As a direct and proximate result of the foregoing conduct, Levis has been and will continue to, um, to be damaged in the amount to be proven at trial, including but not limited to emotional distress, anxiety, pain, fear, physical injuries, medical expenses, and financial losses, all in amounts according to proof and in excess of the jurisdictional mat- uh, minimum of this court. 
Levis is informed and believes, and on such information and belief alleges, that in performing the acts herein alleged, Sandoval Maddox and each of them acted with oppression, fraud, and malice, or alternatively that Sandoval Maddox and each of them acted in such conscious disregard of Levis's right to privacy that, as a direct and proximate result, their collective and individual acts, Levis is entitled to punitive damages in amount to be determined at trial to punish them and to deter such conduct in the future. So that's basically it. Um, like I said, there's a lot of information there, a lot to think about, um, and I just don't want to form all of my opinions right now, so I suggest that everyone take some time to, um, go to my Instagram account, um, The Bravo Investigator, and you can read the legal documents there for yourself. I have them all up there, um, and, you know, let's come back to it. Let's come back to it, but this has been an insane week in Bravo. So much has gone on, literally, pretty much, not even a week, pretty much just the day of Thursday was absolutely insane. And so I had to drop this episode to you guys. I had to make sure that you got it because we, we couldn't go on without giving you guys this news. So that's it for today. Um, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel at I Take Bravo Very Seriously. And as I mentioned, you can follow me on Instagram at The Bravo Investigator. And you can also uh, follow me at uh, I Take Bravo Very Seriously on Instagram. You can also follow me on TikTok at The Bravo Investigator. And until next time, keep taking Bravo very seriously.